When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast where today we are getting together to discuss why using mortifier to prepare a cricket pitch is a bad idea. I am Jack Hope and today I'm joined by Ross Legg. How are you doing Ross? I'm fine and dandy mate. How are you? Not too bad. And Max Roe Brown. How are you doing Max? Yeah very well. Thank you Jack. Um, First questions first then boys. Uh, What are you doing this weekend? (laughs) <laughs> not what i was planning <laughs> <laughs> yeah the um the test match is over england capitulated uh lost by 10 wickets to india in ahmedabad in the second no third test i beg your pardon of the india v england series um this is our second and final daily show summarizing the the action <laughs> in, we picked in a, that <laughs> picked a good test to uh try it out didn't we Mm-hmm. Well, from ease ourselves into pers- it yeah. from a workload perspective it's been very good uh from a cricket perspective less good um before we get into you know the the actual cricket and stuff ross do you want to really quickly just summarize what our listeners viewers um people who read the transcripts should be doing yep you should be subscribing to us on youtube and following us on instagram and twitter at the cricket pod uh, as always get involved leave us some comments and talk to us on twitter we will get back to you as, as jack says we've got nothing else to do this weekend <laughs> uh, max let's get into the cricket you're your your cricket summarizer um for the next minute can you tell us about um all of the action that happened on day two 
Well, it should be fairly easy because there wasn't a whole lot that went on um, in the space of <laughs> less than a day, but uh, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, we started the day India 13 runs behind and seven wickets in hand in, in the first innings. And uh, we well, we ended the day with the game finished. So that tells you just how quickly things moved on. Um, it started looking uh, a little ominous uh, for England until Rohit Sharma inexplicably um missed the ball while trying to sweep and um and and then it just sort of all went a bit weird joe root became the master spinner and we thought that ross had actually called it rostradamus with his <laughs> prediction that uh, miracles do happen and england will be back in the test proven correct and until england came out and promptly reminded us that that that, that would require them to bat <laughs> fast forward about half an hour and we were all out for 80 and uh, and rohit and gil cantered home I feel tired. Um, that's my main emotion after the day's thing, play. Like, the thing about test cricket is it's really good to have in the background if you're doing something else. And that was impossible today. <laughs> yes, because indeed. You, you, it's not ba- I was not background watching. <laughs> Let's, yeah, before I... <laughs> we get into, into some of the factors that influenced uh, the speed of the game, shall we talk about some of the positives? Uh, and, and namely here, shall we talk about Ravichandran, Ashwin, yeah, um, or Ravachindra, as Graham Swan likes to call him. Oh, Graham Swan. Let's not talk about Graham Swan ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he he took his 400th wicket of his career. That moves him into this uh, into 16th place on the all time list of wicket takers. Uh, he's probably on course for top 10, maybe even top five. Jofra Archer was his 400th victim, and what a victim to pick up uh, for for that landmark, uh, Ross. How good was Ashwin today? Was it an all-time great performance? Um, talk us through uh, Ashwin getting to 400. Well, I think um, with Ashwin, I mean, we've been a big fan of him on the podcast for well, since we started the podcast. And we said in the preview shows and even yesterday's daily show that Ravi Ashwin is going to be a massive part of whatever series and whatever win India ended up with. Um He's just such a wily bastard, isn't he? Like he, he literally can bowl seam up. He made he made Ollie Pope look like he'd never played cricket before, which was absolutely hilarious. Um, and I think just the the fact that he has Ben Stokes as the bunny, just, just as his bunny, winds England fans up more than anything else. So it's actually quite an entertaining <laughs> thing just to watch him against England. Yeah, he was uh, he was good. That dismissal against Pope. Max, as a Surrey fan, that that must have made you a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little painful to watch, but uh, it was a cracking delivery because uh, the the drift he got on the ball, you, the, the dip and drift was what what did did for Pope. He got done in the air, and it, you could see it in the uh, in the replay that it was just a, a masterful piece of bowling to a man who didn't know what on earth he was doing to, <laughs> to try and <laughs> negate it. <laughs> a perfect storm. <laughs> um, who is it? Was it Dan Weston on our show the other week who was talking about? how off spinners don't necessarily have uh, a huge role to play in the game other than being quite good against left-handers. I mean, I, I think the, the, the miraculous thing about Ashwin is that he looks like kind of an orthodox off spinner. Um, but because of sort of his mind and his ability to, to, to vary what he does so extremely, he, he kind of transcends that, that pigeonholing of what an off-spinner should be. And it's just a threat to every single batter that he bowls to. Um, mm. I guess I guess the next question for, for Ashwin, um, on 400 wickets now, I think he's 34 years old, can he get up to sort of 500 and break into the top five wicket takers of all time, Ross? 
Uh, I'm just not sure there'll be enough test cricket to play. I mean, if every game finishes within a day and a half, he's going to struggle to... He might take most of those wickets, to be perfectly honest, but it's going to be difficult for him to well, get up to the kind of... If they can yeah. start squeezing test cricket into a day and a half, Ross, you could get through quite a few in the space of uh, yeah, a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're, I think, um, <laughs> you're completely right. Well, it's, it's, it's that bit. England I think, can, a, I think England, a thousand could be on, actually. Well, yeah, Eng- England can uh, still prepare their green tops. And unfortunately, Ashwin's not going to get wickets on a green top, is he? It'll just be Jimmy Anderson and Broad carrying on the mantle. Hey, Ross, if it, if it seems, it spins. Uh, as, the, as the great show. So they say. say. Yeah, uh, the other guy, the other A in the in the axis of evil, Ashington uh, Sundar. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Akshar Patel. He won Man of the Match. Um, he bowled the same ball. I don't know, two hundred and fifty times in this test, and um, it was a really good ball, wasn't it, Max? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was in exactly the right spot to bowl when you're a left arm spinner. So that's one good start. And then when you've got a little bit of assistance as well from the surface, which makes that same ball actually end up being 250 different balls, uh, it's a very, a very potent combination. But I mean, he he bowled really, really well. Uh, fully, fully deserving of the man of match award. I think um, just absolutely decimated England's right handers. Ross, uh, what would you have done if you were out there to combat Akshar? Uh, try to play straight instead of uh, instead of playing for all the spin and all the turn that was there. It seemed like England again were in that position where I know though the ball was turning a little bit, but a lot of the wickets were the Roston Chase delivery of the arm ball, and even <laughs> England don't seem to play any slow bowling that go that can possibly just go on well at all. So um, yeah, I would have tried that. Probably failed multiple times, but still, it would have been a better plan than Johnny Bairstow's. I mean, I, I think England would argue there were some reasons. Uh, it was quite difficult to, to play uh, today, but um, I think you do have to, to, to tip your cap, don't you? Aksha Patel, man of the match, deserved it. A pretty awesome start to his test career. Is he better than Jadeja, Max? If, if, if Jadeja was fit for the fourth test, would you bring him in if you were um, the head honcho at the BCCI? It would be really difficult, wouldn't it, to to justify it? But I I would. I think Jadeja is a phenomenal player, and he is that he would be the first choice. And I think Jadeja on that pitch would have been a pretty pretty nasty thing to face as well. But I mean, he offers a lot with the bat as well and in the field. I think Jadeja is all round uh, such a good cricketer. I would be I would find it difficult to leave him out. You maybe just bring in Jadeja for Washington Sundar instead and have them both. I mean, what are they going to go with? You're going to go with two right arm off spinners. Why not go with two left arm off spinners? You're forgetting about the big boy. Where where is uh, Shabazz Nadim coming in here? He's Um, not. He he deserves a Max. We will move on from that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I mean, the thing I would say, yeah, is that I've seen quite a lot of Akshay Patel, uh, and he doesn't normally rag the ball uh, as much as he does. Um, I, I, to answer the, the Jadeja question I just posed to you, Max, I, I think Jadeja is a much better bowler. Um, and I think Axa Patel uh, was, was kind of like the perfect guy for this pitch. Uh, bowled pretty quickly, got some to grip, some slid on. Uh, if that had been like a typical IPL deck, uh, he'd have bowled sort of a nice spell of naught for 25. Um, been knocked around for a few singles and not really scared anyone. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you kind of get what I mean? Yeah. In, in terms of him being a bit one-dimensional. Anyway, you know, look, man of the match. Uh, he certainly humiliated England. Um, <laughs> let's talk, <laughs> before we get into England's batting, um, which will be fun. Uh, England really, you know, they put on a display uh, <laughs> in this test match. 
Uh, Joe Root, he took a five for five for eight. Um, it's, you know, he, after the game, he was talking about this and he kind of said, maybe me getting a fifer was indicative of the kind of surface and and the, the kind of behaviour we were getting out of the ball. Um, Ross, you've seen a lot of cricket in your life. You've seen a lot of fifers. Was this... Um, as it statistically appears, one of the great bowling performances. <laughs> it was a bit weird, right? So Max, you kind of said it when uh, when Rohit Sharma got out, kind of gut before wicket, or whatever, whatever was overlapping that was hitting um, off stump. Um, it was a bit of I don't know the. For some reason, India thought they were England and they just decided to completely lose their marbles and go, oh, we're going to try and hit everything. There's a there's a ball with our name on it here. Um, I mean. Joe Root's wicket when he got um, Pant out was, I'm not sure what Pant was doing, kind of dangled. Dreadful shot, absolutely dreadful shot. Dangled the bat outside. You're not saying that that's a classic wicket that you should expect. Axar Patel, no idea what he was doing, charging him second. He'd been at the uh, the crease two minutes and he decided to just go, I'm going to smash Joe Root for six. It's just like, okay, mate, that's gone really well into the fridge. Well, maybe maybe he thought it was his test match. He'd he'd done well with the ball. Give it a go. Uh, Mr. TFC Washington Sundar, who is sitting there celebrating as he didn't have to sit through another kind of day of doing absolutely nothing. Um, But he got a good ball, I thought. It was one of those bits where fair play to Joe Root, pitched on middle, turned, hit top of off. Like as an off spinner, you are dreaming of that delivery to a left hander. Um, and then with what was it? He had uh, did he get Ashwin out as well? Was it Ashwin? Uh, yeah, Ashwin skied a sweep, yes. didn't he? Yes, yeah, sweep. Um, yeah, and he kind of tossed it up. And I thought he, he he kind of got that wicket. He actually outsmarted Ashwin on that bit. I think I kind of thought that he put it into that area. Goes, go on, see if you can smash me for six. And he, he's yeah, just. Outfox the fox. Indeed, he did. Um, and then the what, Boomer LBW, like Boomer is a walking wicket. The fact he got a fifty in the in an A list game in Australia is just oh, hilarious. Um, yeah, I, look, Boomer is is he's the the creme de la creme when it comes if to you, bowling. If you're not allowed to bowl at Boomer for your four hundredth wicket, then Archer is second best. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean Archer's not 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 amazing, but Boomer. Yeah, so it it's, looks so bad. Like, yeah, it, it kind of it kind of looks like um, somebody's given him some batting. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's like he doesn't carry it around with him. It's, it's, it's that bit where he's like, go on, mate. Here's a helmet. Here's a bat. Here's a bat in the bottom of the bag. Go and crack on. Um, but yeah, as, as fifers go, it's it's not a world beater. But five for eight, you're not going to disagree with that, are you? I think what I would say with uh, with Joe Root is that he he bowled nicely. I mean, obviously he's not like he's not going to set the world on fire with his off spin, and he is a he's a part time off spinner, but he's a good part time off spinner, and he did bowl quite nicely. He put it in the right areas, and um, and the ball did uh, did well <laughs> did the rest for him. But I think um, I I thought he bowled he bowled quite well, and uh, and I w- you wouldn't be surprised to see him get a few wickets in that situation. But getting five for eight is just yeah, it tells a story for yeah, me. I- I also thought Jack Leach bowled really well. Actually, yep. I think Jack Leach has grown into the winter tour, and like, like we thought he would with a bit of match practice, and he looked really threatening and bowled in great areas with a bit more control to England. Didn't go for loads and loads of boundaries as he was in the previous <laughs> Test matches. So well done, Leachy. Uh, England batting then, um, because you know, as it turned out, England had an opportunity to blag their way to to a win in this game. Um, but it all it all went wrong and it all went wrong immediately. Uh, Crawley kind of went back to what he should have gone forward to. Um, got nowhere near. It looked like he was playing French cricket. Badly. I was like, it looked like he it looked like he was blindfolded. Yeah, just guessing. And then uh, Pesto. Oh god, <laughs> that's the only note I've got written down here. Yeah, <laughs> Pesto. Oh, sorry. Oh, let, 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 let me at it. Let me at yeah. it. Right, right, 
Right, so you Bear- first. <laughs> Bearstow, what, for second ball, uh, LBW overturned. And I mean, he did it again. We said yesterday that first you could ball, see wasn't it? Wasn't that the, was the first se- ball? Second ball in the innings I was talking about. Oh, so, right. Um, but the you could see the aggression go straight to the eye, filling up again like the old uh, um, angry meter that's in his body. Um, overturned. He's just like, I'm feeling great. This is this is my time. Hundreds on the cards. Big Johnny Bearstow. Um, clean bold. Um with oh, there was a huge gap between his bat and pad, um, probably about compre- a three stump sized. It was, com- yeah, it was completely comprehensive. And I, I, for one, really hope that that is the end of Johnny Bairstow's test career. Um, England's spin specialist number three that he was brought in as, um, it, it's, it's just really quite a staggering. Um, I've got some notes here around his last seven test innings in India. Um, zero six zero zero eighteen. Zero zero. Um, that is not good enough for any cricketer. Joffre Archer is going to get a better record than that, and Joffre Archer can't bat in Test cricket. It's not a spin specialist, is it? You don't you don't send your spin specialist to India for those returns. <laughs> Johnny Bairstow, the saviour. Like if you're he's he's got an average in Tests of thirty five, so to bring him in at number three and expect him to to save the England team is just nonsense. But I mean, after that performance, I yeah, I don't want to see him playing Tests for England again. Let him concentrate on smacking the ball all over the place at the top of the order in the one days and T twenty because he is unbelievably good at that. But mm-hmm. that was not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, to spoke the, for themselves. To play the sweep first ball, and yeah. like that, that looked out. That was one of those ones where you look, you see the ball track, and you're like, really? really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to 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 then like, he's obviously he's he's got away with that, and he's thought to himself, you know, I'm gonna have a reset here. I'm gonna dig in. Doesn't even dig in for one ball. <laughs> Just plays his premeditated. Plod. Yeah, he, 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 he doesn't look at the ball, does he? That's that's what yeah. I, I, I reckon. He's just like, if I put my bat here, I'm going to be absolutely fine. He's got the. the I mean, the Brandenburg Gate is is is, <laughs> is, is only marginally bigger <laughs> than Johnny Bairstow's gate for that. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, like prob- yeah. probably probably we'll see him in the next test though, because um, England. But, I, th- uh, but I, think, I think Jack, it completely sums up how badly England got this. So, I mean, we talked yesterday about England being kind of duped here. But the fact that Joe Root took a fifer, then then their saviour Lord, (laughs) Lord and saviour Johnny Bairstow coming and getting a pair, it just shows you how badly Ed Smith, Chris Silverwood and Joe Root got this selection. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, I, 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 the the three of the players in the team were just total baggage, um, which, which is never great. Uh, and I, what you want talk- in test cricket, <laughs> especially when yeah. they're baggage without the bat. And I'm not talking about any of the guys who baggage with the bat as well, because let's be honest, like <laughs> Ollie Pope honestly doesn't know, like he knows which end of the bat he's supposed to be holding. His, he, it's, it's like he's read about cricket and then been told to go and do it. Well, he's, uh, he sees Ashwin and then just it, his brain melts into jelly. That's well, that's not ideal, is it? When Ashwin's no. going to be bowling half the overs, not, not what you want. <laughs> Like, you need you need a little bit more fortitude than that. Um, I'd, I'd like Bearstow, Ross. You just read out his his innings list in 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 India. Not amazing. Uh, Sibley in the right environment is worth having around. Um, I think Crawley looked pretty good. Looked pretty good on on, on day one. Uh, and then you know, like you kind of never know with Stokes, although it doesn't look like his. Um, 
doesn't look like Asia's really his continent, does it? Not with that belt. Anyway, you know, England, England batting. They were rubbish. Um, they deserve to lose. Uh, I don't think anyone can no. argue with that. Yeah, um, well, but they but, were they were placed in a difficult situation, and they uh, made it a lot harder for themselves. Yeah, mm. well, I will talk in a bit about where maybe they'll go next from this because uh, I think they can improve on on their performance today, basically. But we probably should, in the interest of balance, because this test has lasted like about five minutes. Talk about the elephant, the the muddy <laughs> elephant, the, <laughs> the dusty, clayey, muddy elephant in the in the room. I mean, like you could have, if you played on an elephant, you'd have probably got more consistent bounce. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, it was this pitch was an absolute dog, uh, and I don't mean that in terms of like it's not what we're used to, or uh, it didn't it didn't have anything for or, the seamers. Yeah, it's or like, it it's, turns, it's unfair. Not yeah, it was it's because all of those things are, are sort of, they're fine, they're part of Test cricket. Um, this though, oh, it, it absolutely murdered the contest and and basically reduced the game to an embarrassment. Uh, I, mm. I don't I don't think. Like if that's test cricket, I'm not going to recommend anyone watches it, which wasn't interesting. Um, watching people who are paid um, like a million pounds a year to hit a ball with a stick, um, being completely unable uh, <laughs> to do yeah. that because of the surface you're playing on is not acceptable. Much um, in the same way as it's dire, it's absolutely dire to watch a game where the first team to bat scores 600 and the second team to bat scores 500 and you've drawn it because there's absolutely nothing in it for the bowlers. This was sort of the antithesis to that, wasn't it? It was just a case of like, and you know, we can, I, yesterday I was looking at it thinking, okay, England batted badly and they could have um, done things to uh, to do a bit better. And then, <laughs> and then t- you know, t- today with with um, the same thing happening to India and Joe Root taking five wickets uh, and all of that, it, you know, you sort of have to actually take a step back and go. The facts present themselves, um, and the facts suggest that uh, it was it wasn't good. So I think there are a few things to bear in mind with this as well because I don't we don't want to be accused of being like one eyed England fans or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because like let's be honest. I think my favourite podcasts and probably my favourite England performances are when they go into full kamikaze mode and yeah. are hilarious, get absolutely destroyed by West Indies away or something like that. That That's probably my favourite series in the last few years <laughs> is when England went to West Indies and Roston Chase was taking wickets and then they were really scared of the ball for a test. And then they were like, oh, wait, we have Mark Wood the whole time. Why don't we use him? <laughs> um, that's that. Like England carnage is funny. Um, I'm, I, like, I'm an England fan, but I also quite like it when England lose. Um, um, what what I think frustrated me in this match was the massive inconsistency in the way the ball came through. So you were basically getting balls that, that were pitched in the same area and spin virtually to first slip or slide, like skid off the surface and slide on a little bit low and beat the batter for pace on the inside edge, um, which meant that like you, you were doomed either way. Uh, as a batter, we saw bat, but we saw batters bold because they played for it going sort of straight on in its span. We saw lots of batters play for spin and um, it goes straight on, on the, and they're pinned LBW or, or, or bold themselves. Um, uh, look, well, I think Patel, Axel Patel was the perfect example of that, wasn't it? It's what we were, what we were saying. He bowled 250 balls in the same spot and 
you know, on a on a on a normal second day pitch, or even like a typically spinning Indian second day pitch, you wouldn't expect them to do all those different things and to be a a, a, a position where it's almost impossible to to know what to do. Yeah, this is it, and I like so. If you're listening to this and you're saying it's all about bowler skill and stuff, yeah, absolutely, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Like landing the ball in the right area is is a skill that you need to be good at cricket. Um, but unless like Axar and Ashwin have both developed a perfectly disguised straight on one since like the last test five days ago, then there's something wrong. There's something wrong with the combination of the ball and that wicket. And look, they are good bowlers, but you know to kind of compound that. Joe Root and Jack Leach would also have had to to, to come up with a, with a perfectly disguised straight straight on one, and I, yeah, that would be really weird, wouldn't it? That would be yeah. really weird. I'm pretty sure the entirety of Joe Root's bowling coaching this year happened this morning under Jeetan Patel. <laughs> uh, Ross, any any opinions? So. Uh, um, you can't get away from the fact that what for today saw 120 runs get scored for 17 wickets. There's no, there's no way around that. Um, I think the pink ball probably has more to do with it than the pitch is my kind of opinion on the matter. I just, I think that a lot of the dismissals we actually got were, as you say, you had people playing back to ones they thought were going to turn. There, there wasn't just great, there wasn't terrific application across any, either of the teams for a couple of the deliveries, but Ultimately, you do have to play on what's a, what's up in front of you. And uh, England have stuck with the the tactic of um, rotation and backing certain players, which I think is fine. But also, England turned up with seven batsmen after getting rolled in the previous test with four number 11s. We can blame the pitch. You can blame the ball. It comes again down to England selection. We turned up for in a completely different world. We weren't playing at the Modi Stadium. We were playing at Headingley or something like that. We, it, was, it was a complete farce from England. And I, I think it's a bit too, it's a bit too of a, an easy excuse just to blame it all on the pitch of the ball. I yeah, think that's sure. fair. I think actually if England had got their selection right, it could... It, it would have it would have been close. Like yeah. Another couple of another couple of batsmen, one to you know get a lucky twenty in the first innings or, or so, and uh, and and uh, maybe we didn't What's, bowl sorry. with the fast bowlers for the first ten overs of India's first innings and go straight in with the spin. It could, it might. So have been what's different. your argument here, Max? Are you arguing that like England should have should go back in time, uh, warn themselves. And uh, pick, I don't know, who are the spare batters? Oh, just... Dan Lawrence can come in at number eight. <laughs> I'm just and, saying, uh, I'm, I'm just, well, hindsight can come in at Hindsight nine. is a wonderful thing, isn't it? I'm just saying that, that Ross has got a point that, yeah, we can't just sit here and, and blame the pitch for everything. Like, well, obviously, the fact of the matter are that the pitch was bad because you were getting to a point where on the first day they had to come out with a basher because the bowlers <laughs> couldn't stand up. And then they spent half an hour this morning sweeping the top layer of the pitch into the bin. Now, don't sit there and tell me that that is a good test cricket pitch because if you do you can't you can't possibly be doing that with a straight face because that's nonsense but again like i think we said at chennai that's not necessarily the reason that england lost and we're not being whinging poms saying oh it's not fair the pitch is shit that's why we lost it's just like the fact is <laughs> ostensibly the pitch was bad because you know it was bad you can see it was bad with your eyes and the game was over in less than two days uh, here's here's a couple of other things that I think are, are, are worth flagging, or that I think are like red flags that this was a, a, a dumpster fire of a of a wicket. Um, Eighteen of the batters across the test of the thirty wickets were out bowled or LBW. Uh, in in normal matches, it's about a third of players, so that's twice as high as you would normally expect. Like test match batters don't normally get bowled. 
Like it's 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 really rare, particularly the guys who aren't, who aren't bowlers. They don't normally get bowled, and lots of them were because they just had absolutely no idea where the ball was going to go. And and what we need to impress because we don't want to get hammered in our comment section. Basically, it makes us sad. <laughs> <laughs> what we want to impress is that we didn't think the contest was unfair between England and India. We think the contest was unfair between bat and ball. Yeah, It was too easy for the bowler to take wickets and it was too hard for the batter to score runs. Um, now, some batters thrive in those situations a little bit better and some players have the game for it. Rohit Sharma is a great example uh, because what he does better than most batters in the world is put the bad ball away. So even on these bad wickets, he will still score runs quite quickly. And so he doesn't he doesn't need 150 yeah. balls to, to to build an inning. And just to jump in very quickly, that's why we, you'd have to praise the Indian bowlers and say how many bad balls were there. You know, they they kept hmm. it really tight and and that... Yeah, it's a great point. And, and, and I, yeah, I mean, I think... You know, like fundamentally, that's where the kind of edges for India is that they have Vera and they have uh, Rohit uh, and they have Pant. And they're all batters who will take the game away from from uh, a team that bowls any bad balls, even on these kind of crap wickets, let's be honest, uh, or re- even on these wickets that favour uh, bowlers. Whereas England, really, who have they got Stokes? And he's not great against spin. So uh, you're, you're in trouble. Um, I will say one other thing as well. And this is really just bugging me, basically. Uh, people, the retort today, I don't know why, um, this has, has come up, but people are saying, oh, in England, everything's a green seamer. Um, now that is partly true. Uh, and there are reasons for that mainly because it fucking rains here all the time. Like it's actually, <laughs> it's actually quite hard. To, it's quite hard. To, it's quite hard to put a pitch out that isn't damp because it, it rains <laughs> 10 days every month. Um, but what, what I will say about, about cricket in England uh, versus cricket in India, it is way more balanced, and, and I think as a consequence of that, way more entertaining. And I had there are numbers to back this up as well. So if we look over the last uh, seven or eight years of English cricket, England have lost one Test at home last year to the West Indies, nearly lost another to Pakistan. In 2019, they lost two Tests at home: 2018, two, two in 2017, two in 2016, three in 2015. Uh, they managed to lose a series to Sri Lanka in 2015. Uh, two in 2014, and you have to go all the way back to uh, when we smashed the Australians 3-0 in 2013 for a year where India, England didn't lose uh, a test at home. And in, in most of those, they've lost two. Uh, England England lose like 30 or 40% of their games at home. And, and they probably, they, to be fair, they dominate in the others, and they have the players to dominate in the others. And uh, it, the, the way we prepare wickets and the ball that is used in England definitely benefit Anderson and Broad, who are the best two exponents yeah. of of that type of bowling in in world cricket. And so there is a big edge for England, but it is actually possible to come to England and win. You're still playing the same game, and I, I felt a little bit like this was just a bit too extreme. Should we, should we talk about that? Do you have a point, Ross? No, I just think it comes down to there's no one who should is listening to this podcast and this to this YouTube, whatever you call it, um, around going, oh, a test cricket is supposed to last five days. I'm so happy that four innings has happened in a day and a half and the test match is <laughs> over. Nobody is saying that. There, there's... Mm. And I've it, been, yeah, like we said, we've I've been done out of two days of entertainment. Yeah, and and and, and, and a hundred thousand people in India have been done out of going to see Test cricket at the sta- the new stadium for the first time. Yeah, and I, I completely agree with that, Max. And for some people, right, the it is about the result and only the result. And the but the majority of cricket fans and the majority of people listening to this podcast. 
they and the people that we've interacted with on Twitter, whatever else, they know that cricket is actually not based exactly around the result. And it's not, it is based on the journey, it's based around time, and it's based upon seeing the these people are at the pinnacle of the sport. And yet they have seen a day and a half of just drab shit. And it's just a bit like, great, who, who, who's the real winner here? Well, that's it. So this was the shortest test match since 1935. You've segued nicely onto the next point here, Ross. Uh, that 1935, what's that, 76, 86 years ago? Um, not not great. Uh, it comes back to that point on extremism, I think. Like, we all want to see different conditions. If we went to India and the ball didn't spin, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Mm. Like, <laughs> we would, as viewers, we would be like, why? Why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to see Ashwin bowl. We want to see, uh, I don't know if we want to see Patel bowl exactly, but we want to see like, we want to see good bowlers bowling. We want to see great players of spin building innings. And we want to see that, that yeah. gladiatorial want to see different skills tested. Yeah, exactly. I think this just took that a little bit to the extreme. Ashwin doesn't need to be playing in a sandpit to, to get English batters out. Um, he, he can do it. He can do it on a, on a, on a wicket that goes to the fourth day. Um, and I think your point about, people really wanting to win is, is, is interesting as well, Ross, because I, I think that some of this probably comes from Virat, doesn't it? Like he is a guy who thinks that winning cricket matches for India is absolutely the most important thing in the world. And, you know, maybe as the Indian captain, when you're the Indian captain, it probably is. <laughs> he's right. But should Virat Kohli with that mindset be the one that is influencing the groundsman to prepare wickets like this. And I don't think we can shy away from the fact that this is obviously a choice. Like there's, <laughs> this is a new stadium. Um, Nasser Hussain was talking about how they've got, they've, they've shipped in mud and dirt from all around the world and they store it at the stadium so they can prepare different type of, types of pitches. There's absolutely no chance that, that this wasn't sort of by design a little bit. And I, I feel cheated out of my weekend plans. Uh, and, and you know what? Fucking COVID has cheated me out of so much stuff over the last 12 months. I'm just not going to, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And that, that's really why I'm angry. <laughs> so, so, but on, on that, so I can't on that. do anything else at the weekend. <laughs> so, so on that, Jack, so when it comes out, there's a, there was some bits on Twitter that I kind of saw around um, talking about the pitch and go, well, England, uh, India have just gone out and batted and didn't lose a wicket and chased down 50 runs. And it was just like, well, yeah, obviously. They had open the bowling. Yeah, they had zero pressure. Uh, they've got three and a half days left to bat yeah. if they really wanted to. Um, they've got ten wickets in hand and knackered England. Like England's emotions must have gone. Oh my god, we have a chance of winning this. <laughs> to the first three deliveries of that. They were, also, like, they were also about thirty odd for none in the first innings and got bowled out for one hundred and forty-five. So I mean. <laughs> As, as far as the relevant uh, bits of information go, we've had a few of those sent to us about pitches and things over the last hour or so. Um, yeah, it's not, doesn't really, doesn't really add up, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah no matter how good Jack Leach or Joe Root bowled, it was, they were, they were always going to chase yeah. down 47 or wherever it was. Actually, right. I, I think, I think we probably should have uh, given Broad or Anderson or Archer the new ball in that case, because we went in with all those seamers and it is still a pink ball. And we did see it actually, Ishant and Bumrah got it to move a little bit in the first few overs. And there, that's our, I think that would have been our best option of maybe nicking a couple in the first two overs before going to Joe Root. I think the pitch was so far gone. That I suppose they you, probably wouldn't have been able to stand up, would we, they? Well, yeah, well, that's part of the problem. But you just you just couldn't have opened with a, with a quick bowler there. Lads, let's draw a line under the pitch. Hopefully we're not talking about this in the future. We don't really want to be talking about mud in India, and that's what we're doing. 
for <laughs> half an hour a week at the moment. It's ridiculous. Again, it's it's detracting <laughs> from the fact that Ashwin is an absolute magician and you know the second fastest bowler to 400 wickets behind Muralitharan. Just like to remind people how good he actually is, because I don't think a lot, especially in this country, people actually appreciate how good Ashwin is. Yeah, um, so he's, he's amazing. A little, a little reminder there, just like to compare him to someone who people have all definitely heard of as being one <laughs> yeah. of the all-time greats. Um, we're gonna we're gonna skip over the banter era of Indian umpiring because we did cover that uh, reasonably extensively yesterday. <laughs> although Ben Ben <laughs> folks got a bad one, we're gonna skip it. Oh no, there's, uh, one, there's well, I, think, one, one... I think Joe Root got the other side of this, so I think that maybe they balanced out. So all, all I was going to say is that I really enjoyed our bit yesterday when we were talking about the cameraman and how the umpires have to um, pretty much indicate to the cameraman where you need to look at the camera crew. Um, what I loved today was Joffre Archer getting out, LBW, to possibly the worst shot of the lot. Um, and they um, they immediately panned to two fans who were double fist pump celebrating <laughs> that they'd got Joffre Archer out like first ball. It was, was, was Ashwin's 400th wicket. wicket, to be fair. <laughs> and I, I, I think I'm, they were like, yes, the big one. Lads, um, let's quickly do where next for England we'll do a proper podcast over the weekend or early next week where we preview that and we'll probably go over this match again because why not <laughs> um, my thoughts are I, kind down of hope, a bit. <laughs> I hope the next match is better uh, a bit more balanced I hope it lasts longer than two days I hope it lasts one day <laughs> <laughs> why, why hang about <laughs> let's get this done with and move on to the T20s <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the white ball stuff because I think England are going to really, really be up for that. They'll have their best team back together. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, you know, Bearstow, Bearstow's going to have a point, point to prove Bearstow in white ball cricket. Boomer is going in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where, what can England do to improve in the next five or six days, Max? Um, how long we got? <laughs> no, you, you've literally got like two sentences. We've got a few uh, right. Twitter, well, Twitter questions. Well, uh, pick a pick a better team. And um, stop missing the ball. Um, Ross, and what should India do to stay on top? Uh, I think they probably nailed it. I can't, I can't imagine that we're going to get a much different pitch, if I'm perfectly honest, from the one we've got today. Like, I'll, be, I'll be surprised if the game goes further than three days. Um, I just think England look like they're absolutely shot to bits. And the, just even the thought of coming up against some half-decent spin bowling, which doesn't offer too many bad deliveries is a bit too daunting um as for me what i'll be doing differently i mean this weekend jack you said you're not sure about your plans i mean tomorrow's work day be a bit more productive for the whole country so that's a positive um you get to spend even more time with your housemates and your family that you've not spent enough time with during <laughs> lockdown throughout covid um so what i can recommend is that you pretend that there is cricket on don't try not to make it clear that england have lost today pretend cricket is on and perhaps put on a happier rerun so actually put an England win on, on the, the TV. 2005. 2005 Ashes, yeah. yeah br- br- the... Break it, still, it out. And still, then... still using that one as our example. Oh, yes. Or, or we, could, we, could have, uh, we could have Aggers saying Lion has dropped the ball on repeat for yeah. Yeah, PSL. Yeah, yeah, well, PSL's PSL action. Yeah. Um, or do an umpiring course. So when you see these umpiring decisions, like like I did on Saturday, I was inspired by how bad the umpire was that I did an umpiring course so that I can critique from a professional standpoint from umpire to umpire. <laughs> Uh, a few questions from the internet. Uh, I'll go one each, and I don't really care about answering any of these. Uh, what's wrong with Joffre Archer, Max? Uh, well, <laughs> he's playing in conditions that aren't exactly uh, suited to his skill set. Oh, a really interesting answer from you there. 
Uh, I mean, there's nothing, he's, he's... there's nothing wrong with him at all, is there? It's fine. Like, what's, there isn't anything wrong with Joffre Archer. He's just like he's I've having got, as I've got much a theory. of a good time as the rest of England. I've got a theory about his elbow problem, though. He's played yeah. too much PlayStation or Xbox, and he's got RSI. Oh, RSI. Yeah, mm. good point, Ross. I hadn't mm. thought about that. Uh, Akio Revta. Uh, let's talk about the pink ball, Ross. Uh, what's wrong with the pink ball? Um, well, I think uh, there's. Is it science to back it up that you'd have what at least seven centimeters of uh, of I can't remember what it is seven I don't know grass what it yeah grass on on the on the top seven of the pitch. centimeters just seven seven <laughs> centimeters the ball should be seven. Um, just just gonna so, play oh, yeah. a, like old old Trafford the man you ground. So apparently it's supposed to have seven something on, seven millimeters millimeters less than one centimeter. Well, you've, and, got, I mean, you've got you've got ten times the amount of grass. It's Jurassic Park, the <laughs> pampas grass kind of stuff. <laughs> you need at least seven meters of grass. <laughs> so, but I mean, if you're going to use a pink ball, at least at least listen to the people who make the pink ball and have tested the pink ball about the bare minimum of the conditions it's going to work in, and then maybe we'll have a good contest. Okay, um, four seat podcasts uh, have said that why are England complaining about the pitches here when uh, in Johannesburg recently and Adelaide, uh, Indian batters have been hurt, Max? Uh, because that's a completely irrelevant point to what we're discussing. Good, like, fine. You can, I, complain, I agree. You, can, you can complain about the pitch here, um, and that is independent of other factors that have happened in the past. Yeah. Um, um, remember, and- remember, mental pain is just as bad as physical pain. <laughs> and that's what England are going through right now. Uh, Ross, finally with you then. Uh, how good was Rohit against the spin from TAA? Uh, he's, he's different grave, isn't he? Like he's, uh, he's, he's the Don, so um, there's, there's no getting away from it. He was uh, class above in this test match, won them the test match in the last in the last test. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's different grave. Really good. Hats off. Um, I think we should never do a daily show again. It's, it's quite frankly been a disaster for... <laughs> for test cricket uh, and I can only think that there's some sort of causal link between us talking about it and what just transpired so um, back to weekly shows for us um, <laughs> before we say goodbye forever uh, or until Sunday um, <laughs> Max or Ross can you let our listeners know what they need to do yeah they can uh, like and subscribe but well but beneath me on YouTube and uh, follow us at the cricket pod on Instagram and Twitter which is underneath Ross yeah T- take yeah. us on it take us on in the comments that's what I want take us on yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Jack's got nothing to do with this evening so he'll just yeah. sit there furiously typing I, I, had, I was doing that last night I was just replying to people <laughs> so I know I, get I, to come back I, to I the saw. video <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you very much for watching or listening goodbye see you later Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.